everyone. I'm Gabrielle Santiago, and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. This is Gabby. So today I wanted to talk with you all about the importance of thinking positive God thoughts. God has been just emphasizing to me recently the importance of thinking positively. And we hear this all the time, but guys, like God has really been showing me the importance of it. You know when you have those bad days where like things just go wrong, maybe you have a loved one who has been really pissing you off. That happens to me a lot. You know, if you're married, you're bound to have your spouse annoy you and it can be very easy for us for our brains and our minds to just immediately think of the negative right it's easier for us to fear than to believe for a miracle or to think bad about someone than to think positive that's just how our brain has been wired because if you have been just continuously getting used to thinking negatively or having old mindsets that's constantly like the the easiest way for our brains to think, right? Is to think negatively. And that's why it's so important that guys, we are so intentional of thinking positively, that we take time to give thanks and rejoice in all things. In fact, God commands us to rejoice, right? I wanted to share this verse here in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. It says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And so when God says that verse right there, he's not asking us for our opinion. You know, hey, maybe you should consider thinking positive, right? Maybe you should consider giving thanks. God says, give thanks in all circumstances to rejoice always. In fact, he says, this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And so it's so important that we realize that every single day, we need to be thinking positive. We need to be rejoicing and giving thanks. And actually, let's take a step back before you can think positive. Rejoicing and giving things helps you to think positive, right? Like there may be times like even recently I was very annoyed at my husband and I had a million reasons to be annoyed and I'm sure he did as well, but I had my own reasons and I was just feeling really really frustrated and just for me like I'm very emotional too And so it's just so hard for me to be able to focus on work or doing things that God wants me to do When I'm just annoyed and maybe you guys are like that too where you're just really frustrated, maybe it's a loved one, a parent or a sister or a close friend that you're just really annoyed with. Well, I would encourage you to just take time to start giving thanks for them. God, show me how you see them. Asking God to show you how he sees them, like seeing from God's perspective, guys, is so important. Because if we want to be able to see truth, to be able to rejoice, we have to see from his perspective. And there may be times where a loved one may hurt you and it's just so hard for you to see the good in them. Well, ask God, God, show me how you see them. God, show me how you created them to be, right? There may be times where maybe like legit someone is actually doing harm to you, but ask God to show you how he sees them, to show you how he created them to be. I remember there was a time where, you know, I was just very upset at my husband and I just was like, God, show me how you see him. And the Lord started showing me who he created him to be, right? Like all these characteristics, right? Um, a funny guy, Um, one that is wise, one that loves me, right? The Lord started showing me all these things about him and I started to be able to rejoice and give thanks. And it helps us too, guys, when when we talk about like praying for our enemies or praying for those who hurt us. It helps when we start praying from God's perspective because it's impossible for praying from a place of pain. 
right? And the way to go above the pain that we're experiencing is to ask God to transform our perspective, to see his truth, to see how he created this person to be, because it's then that we can start praying for them to walk in who God's created them to be, for us to be able to love them because we see who God created them to be. We see that they just don't know or they don't realize, right? So it, all these things really play about. And so if you're finding it hard to rejoice to give thanks even about your circumstances maybe you're in a place right now where you're discouraged and you're just like god i didn't think life was going to look this way ask god god show me how you see my life situation show me your perspective right god and he will show you like maybe you're in a place right now where you've just been worried about your career right things just haven't been doors haven't been opening things don't look the way it's supposed to be you're not seeing open doors Ask God what the season is for you, right? Because he can comfort you. He can start giving you revelation of where he's at. You know, maybe you're in a season right now where God doesn't want those doors to be open because he wants to work inside of you. He wants to prepare you for what's to come, right? Asking God for his perspective, guys, is so important. And that's really the starting point to be able to rejoice, right? Because we can't rejoice when we're still stuck in our pain, when we're still stuck being annoyed, because I remember when I was just feeling so annoyed, like the last thing I wanted to was to rejoice. But then I was like, God, help me and show me how do you see this person? How do you see this circumstance? How can I rejoice? Because when we rejoice, our hearts become aligned with His. There's no way that we can truly rejoice out of a pure heart if we're not aligned with His heart. And so it's so important that when we are rejoicing, when we are giving thanks, we are posturing ourselves and we're abiding in Jesus. And maybe you're thinking right now, Gabby, I legit like have no reasons to give thanks. My circumstances are bad. Um, there's just there's just no way to, to rejoice. And in those moments, just start rejoicing in who God is, right? Like if there is no reason for us to even be able to give thanks or to rejoice, rejoice in the fact that God is good. Because guys, the fact is God is good not because of our circumstances, but it's because of who he is. That's just the God that we serve. He is good. And because he is good, we can trust and rejoice in our circumstances, right? We can understand God, even though things are working out, you know, badly right now, I don't see how this is going to connect the dots. I don't see how this is going to take me to where you've promised me to be. Understand that if we know that he is good, that, he, that means that he's also good to us. Right, we can't say that God is good if he doesn't love us, if he's out to get us. That means he's not good. But the scripture says that God is good. He's a loving father. In fact, James talks about that every good and perfect gift comes from above. And so we can rejoice in the fact that God, you're good. And I know, Lord, that even though things don't look the way it looks like, it doesn't look like anything, any good can come out of this. I thank you, God, that you always turn things around for my good. And when we read the Old Testament, we see many times, even though when the Israelites would disobey God and, and you know, turn away from him, God would allow, you know, bad things to happen for the purposes of drawing them back to him. But we see that his love is so unfailing. He has a compassionate and an unfailing love. I want to read Isaiah here, Isaiah 54, verses 8. God says, In a surge of anger, I hid my face from you for a moment. But with everlasting kindness, I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. And I'm skipping over to verse 10. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. So God was upset, you know, for a season when the Israelites, you know, turned away. But the Lord is still loving. The fact that when he lets bad things happen to us is for the purposes of us drawing back to him. And guys, the beauty of the Lord is when we go back to God and we turn our lives back to him, it doesn't matter what we did. 
right? His mercy is available and he's able to turn things around for our good, no matter how bad things get. And we can see and know and trust that God loves us because he sent Jesus to die for us, right? When Jesus died on that cross, Jesus shed his blood for us so that no matter what sins we make, no matter how many times we sin, he can still cover us. And so guys, there's always hope. We can always rejoice. We can't always be like, wow, well, things are going to be screwed up forever. Like they're not going to be messed up forever. Jesus has covered us with his blood and we just have to go back to him. We have to repent, right? Jesus says, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to cleanse us, to wash us clean. Romans 8.28 says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. So right here, we already see it again, that God works things out for the good of those who love him. And so guys, like as long as you're coming back to the Lord and you're loving him, he will work things out for your good. Like I've had a bad past. If you guys haven't heard my um, testimony, my story, you can um, go on my podcast or YouTube titled Leaving Shame Behind and you can hear my story. But the Lord has redeemed my past and used it now for my good to be able to help others, right? Like everything that the enemy meant for harm, God is now using for my good and his glory. And so we can rejoice in the fact that God, you're good and you are going to turn things around. If you're in a place where you're thinking your situation is hopeless, I want to encourage you to read the story of Joseph in Genesis, right? Like Genesis and the story of Joseph is just amazing story that I love looking back to because he went through so much trouble, guys. The Lord had given him a dream that he was going to raise him up and that he was going to have high influence and people would be coming to him and worshiping him. In fact, even his brothers, right? But Joseph did share the dream to his brothers and already his brothers already had hated him. But with him sharing that dream, they despised him even more. And so the brothers ended up selling him into slavery to Egypt, right? And you, if you read the story of Joseph, it's like, man, like life was bad. Like here, here it is where God gives him this vision that, you know, I'm going to use you. You're going to be able to have influence over people. But then he ends up being in prison, right? And it's just the total opposite of what God showed him. And in fact, when you look at Joseph's life, he still did good. And because of his good works and him of, you know, I believe he abided in the Lord, God granted him favor, right? And people entrusted him with responsibilities, whether he was in prison or even when he was watching over Potiphar's home. And what's crazy is there's, um, I would definitely encourage you guys to read Genesis, but in Genesis, the story of Joseph, Joseph ends up, you know, staying and having responsibility over Potiphar's home but Potiphar's wife wanted to sleep with him and Joseph ran like he did not want to go near her and you know Potiphar's wife unfortunately still accused him of wanting him to sleep with her and so Joseph then again after doing the right thing gets thrown back in prison which is you know crazy when you think about it like that Joseph would do great things and good things yet bad things still happened right? Or even his brother selling him into prison. Yet eventually, God turned things around for his good. And because he was sent to Egypt as a slave, he was able then to interpret Pharaoh's dreams, became secondhand under Pharaoh, and saved all of Egypt and his families, right? He was able to interpret Pharaoh's dreams and and get wisdom to prepare for the famine that was to come. And his families ended up having to go to Joseph for provision, right? So his dream actually did come to pass. So guys, don't think that just because bad things happen, 
that there's nothing good that can come out of it or like there's nothing to rejoice or that your life is hopeless or that God isn't with you. He is still with you, right? Psalms 23 makes it clear that even though I walk the valley of shadow of death, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So let us not judge God's character by our circumstances because he is always working things out for our good. In fact, when Joseph met his brothers, his brothers were scared and they're apologizing to Joseph. And Joseph responds in Genesis 50, 20. He says, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So guys, like, let us continue to rejoice in our circumstances, to rejoice in who God is, first of all, to rejoice in even different areas of our lives. And I want to also share with you guys, too, um, I created a journal called Daily Positive God Thoughts. And this is something that God inspired me to make to help you guys to be able to rejoice in different areas of your life. And guys, it's so important that we rejoice every day. Like this is a command. And so if you are in a place right now where you're feeling like down or negative or depressed or you're feeling hurt from someone, that's the time to rejoice. Like don't think about those things, right? Because we don't realize that the reason why God tells us to rejoice is because he knows that a bad thought invites the enemy in. Like you open the door when you tolerate negativity, when you tolerate depression, when you tolerate just thinking bad about your spouse or your friend, like that causes division. Wherever a bad thought comes, like whenever you start tolerating and thinking about a bad thought, it invites division, it invites the enemy to come in. So that's why God says to give thanks always, to rejoice always. Not sometimes, not once a day, not twice a day, but always. So if you're tempted to like think bad or, or be in a place of just negativity, you need to posture your heart to give thanks. Take moments in the day to give thanks to God. And before I share to you guys about the journal that I made, I just really want to emphasize in um, Philippians, it's Philippians 4 verse 8. It says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Right, so right here, God is commanding us to think about praiseworthy things, to think positive, to rejoice, and to give thanks. Right, We can't rejoice for something bad. So automatically rejoicing means we have to give good thoughts. And so the journal that I made is to help you to rejoice every single day. Now, this might sound extreme to do, but guys, like when God says to rejoice every day, to rejoice always, he really means it. And it's going to take time, like I said, to really, and even myself, I'm practicing this, practicing this right now, to consistently every day take time to rejoice and give thanks in these eight different areas of my life. And so in this journal, there are eight different areas where you get the opportunity, you know, once a day, maybe you can break it up if you want, and you can choose whether you wanted to do it the first point of the day, the midday, or the end of the day. I would encourage maybe the morning or midday because by the time the end of the day comes, you've already ended your day. So you really want to start this in the morning or in the middle of the day. But start taking time to give thanks and rejoice in these all these different areas in your lives. So the first is your past, your present, and your future. Right? Those are the first three things. And so it's so important because you might be in a place right now where maybe your past is taunting you, right? And you're starting to feel shame about your past. Or things about your past, maybe like but you're just feeling pain and bitterness about what something someone did to you in the past. Right? Like give thanks for the past. Like, God, I thank you, Lord, that you're capable of using everything that was meant for my harm for my good. I thank you, God, that I don't have to be in shame because you've covered me by the blood. Right? Just like writing out those like rejoicing and using scripture. Um, the present, right? Maybe right now in the present you're worried about your finances or you're worried about 
being able to find your spouse, your future spouse, right? Whatever that may be. Everyone's, you know, all, all of us are in different seasons. But the goal is with these different categories is to think about what is the one thing that's bugging you? And what's great about this journal is it opens up the door for you to process your feelings with God because you might not even realize. I mean, I did, I did this activity with the girls in my Bible study, um, but one of the girls was mentioning how because she did this activity, she realized that because she did this, she didn't realize that she had these thoughts in her heart, but they were surfacing as she brought it up before the Lord. And so it's so important that we really touch upon these areas your future. Maybe you're worrying about your future job. You know, like, God, what if I what if I lose this job? What if I don't have enough provision for what's to come? Right? Start giving thanks. God, I thank you, Lord, that you always go behind me and before me, Lord, that you are my provider, that you say you're always there for me. And so it's just those three areas. The next set of things is your loved ones. So your loved ones can be your spouse if you're married, your boyfriend, your parent, your sister, your loved ones, your, your close friend. Right? Like start thinking, like giving thanks for them. Maybe you're in a place right now where you're feeling hurt from your parent, right? Or feeling wounded by a sibling. Start giving thanks, asking God, like what I mentioned before, God, show me your, how you see them, right? Because when we can see the person that is hurting us, how God sees them, how God created them to be, it helps us to be able to give thanks, right? And so doing that for the loved ones. The next thing is your health. Maybe you're in a place right now where you're not in the best um, situation with your health. Start giving thanks for your health. God, I thank you, Lord, that you make my body whole. I thank you for wholeness. Maybe your body is whole. Continue to speak wholeness over your body. The next thing is your vocation, right? That is your work, ministry, or business. It's like basically what you do. Maybe you do all those three things. You work, you have a ministry, and you have a business. Or maybe you're in school, right? And so your vocation, start giving thanks about that. Whatever is, is stressing you in that, like, God, I thank you, Lord, that you hold together my business. God, I thank you, Lord, that you hold together um, my career and my school. Like, whatever it is, just start giving things. Give it to God. Don't tolerate negativity. Like I said, even if you tolerate worry, right, that's inviting the enemy to attack you. God doesn't want us to worry. Fear isn't our portion. And so we're going to have the spirit of fear attached to us if we tolerate negative and worry thoughts. The next thing is finances. That's a big thing. A lot of us worry about finances. As you can tell, a lot of my examples are finances because that's something too that I always have to renew my mind in. So with your finances, also giving God thanks. God, I thank you, Lord, that you are a provider. I thank you, God, that my finances are covered under your blood. Like whatever you feel led to give thanks for. And last but not least, the most important thing is your relationship with God. Maybe you're in a place right now where um, you feel like God is far or you feel bitter from God or you know, whatever it may be start giving thanks Right, like God, I thank you that you say that those who draw near to you you draw near to us I thank you God that you are close I thank you God that you love me God that you hear me that you care for me scripture even says that he knows every single piece um, On our hair. He knows our thoughts Psalm 139. He knows our thoughts even before we say them So just start giving thanks but the purpose of this journal is to help you to be able to practice having a lifestyle where you rejoice, where you start having more positive thoughts than negative thoughts. So if you guys are interested in this journal, you can purchase it in the link below. I'll put it on the description so that you guys can check it out. And definitely get this too for a friend, you know, for a loved one, for the holidays or birthday, whatever that may be. But it's definitely something that I believe will bless you. I think as we close, I, I definitely want to share one last verse to you guys. It's um, from Romans 12 and it says, Do not conform to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so understand that the power of our, like transformation comes when we renew our mind. There's power in renewing our minds, guys. So I wanna encourage you, whatever you're going through right now, like ask the Lord, God, show me your truth, 
right? Like, stop what you're doing, stop what you're thinking, right? Like, even 2 Corinthians 10 5 says, take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Every thought that goes against the knowledge of God, we are to take it down. So let's not tolerate even more than a second of those negative thoughts. Let's practice renewing our mind with God's truth so that we can live out who he's created us to be. So I'd love to pray for you guys right now. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening right now, Lord. I pray, God, that you would use, Lord, just this message, God, just to remind them, Lord, of how good you are, Lord. Whatever they're facing, I feel like many of you guys may be facing a lot of pain right now from a person, from a loved one. God, I just pray, Lord, that you would show them, God, how you see them, Lord, that they wouldn't move forward, Lord, with just feeling like a victim, God, or feeling hurt, but they would just start seeing from your perspective, God, that you would show them, Lord, that how you see the other person, God, that they just don't know what they're doing, Lord, but that they would learn, God, to just rejoice and to give thanks to you, God, because you are good, Lord. And even though bad things may happen, harm may happen to us, I thank you, God, that you love us and you always work things out for our good, Lord. I thank you, God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Yes, it may hurt for a season, but it's not going to harm our future, God. So I pray for just a spirit, God, of rejoicing to set upon everyone who is listening, God, right now, Lord. For those who are worried, I sense that many of you guys are also worried about your future, about your spouse, your finances. God, Lord, I just cast away every single worry right now, Lord. And I pray, God, that they would put the garment of praise upon them, that they would start worshiping you, God, and giving thanks and proclaiming who you are. I just feel like there is just a power and a a power and anointing to just declare who God is in this season. I thank you, God, that you are a God who loves us, that you are compassionate, that you are slow to anger, God, and that you are a miracle-working God and you can do all things. You, God, you say that those who have faith as little as a mustard seed can move mountains, God. So I thank you, Lord, that you are the God of the impossible. We give thanks to you, Lord. I pray for peace and comfort over those right now, God, that are listening in, for those who are going maybe through grief and loss, God, as well, Lord. I pray that they would give thanks, Lord, as well, that you are good, Lord and that they can rejoice and be glad in you, Father. I pray, Lord, that your joy would be made real, that it wouldn't be fake, it wouldn't be like something that they're trying to muster up, but that your joy would be so real in their hearts, Father. So I thank you, God, for those who are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. So I hope that you guys have been blessed by this. If you're listening to the podcast, please don't forget to leave a review. The more reviews you leave, the more opportunities that this podcast can impact other lives. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. And please also pray and consider partnering with our ministry. We're doing big things. Like I've been mentioning before, you know, we're wanting to grow our Bible studies. Um, God has been increasing our reach on social media. So you guys can also follow us there and get plugged in daily for daily encouragement. But also pray about partnering and sowing into what we're doing. Um, I'm really believing that God is bringing a harvest to people. So right now I'm working on creating a team, you know, really just building up and um, growing this ministry to be able to touch lives. You know, growing our online Bible studies so that we can build disciples. Um, And if you guys are listening to and you want to join as well, you can feel free to email us at info at livingrevelations.com to be a part of our online Bible studies. And if you'd like to donate, you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. So I pray that you've been blessed by this, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.